What's up guys welcome to Professor Reddit. This is your host Awace. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the asshole for exposing my friend? Hi. I really want to know if I made a mistake here because I lost my friend of 20 years through this. My best friend and I are 20, F, and have been friends since Darbers. Classic story. Our moms are best friends, so we were brought up together. We will call her Reena, fake name, to make this easier. Reena and I are Indians, and our parents are against premarital sex. I believe that one should lose their virginity to the guy they are getting married to, but Reena is very different than me. She loves partying, and loves breaking her family rules. I don't care about it, because she doesn't exceed the limits. Reena recently started dating a boy, 21 meters, she met through our mutual friend. So a week ago I got a call from her saying that she lost her virginity to her BF and is very happy. I wasn't happy at all after hearing this because this is against our culture and I know her parents would be disappointed. So I told her that she should tell her parents, but she refused because she's an adult and they don't get to control her life. Again I was looking out for her and kept pushing her to open up. Reena repeated no. I'm very close to her parents. They're like my second family, so I told them about it. I didn't expect the situation to blow up. So they basically started screaming at Reena. Reena said some hurtful things like how point she hates living with them because they're so controlling and they kicked her out. In my opinion, her parents are really kind. Yes, they're strict. But they are also the ones that buy her stuff. She's living with her brother and his wife now. That night Reena called me and told me she hated me and wants me to disappear from her life. Our friends found out about it and are sending me hateful messages every day. Some of them are even calling me a jealous bitch because I'm single and she has a BF. I'm not jealous of her life. I was just being a good friend and it backfired. Am I the asshole here? I haven't apologized because she has blocked me everywhere, but I want to fix the friendship. So please let me know. Thanks. Edit 1. I should explain why I was looking out for her. Her boyfriend is a friendly sweet guy, but he's a different cast from us. This might not be a severe issue to some of you all, but it's essential in my family and her family. Edit 2. I understand that I'm the asshole here, but I was brought up like this. Everyone I knew was raised like this. So it's harder for me step out of my comfort zone and look at it at a different perspective. I realize how dangerous this could result in and I need time to process everything. Please stop sending me private messages to KMS. Thanks. Now you heard the post. Here are the replies of readers. Again I was looking out for her. Looking out for what exactly? What could have possibly come out of that situation? telling her parent that could have benefited her in any way, shape, or form. You knew her parents would react badly since they are against premarital sex. Nothing good would have come out of telling them. Why would you do this? Stay out of people's private life. She trusted you with this information and you betrayed her. You weren't being a good friend. Itta, your friend has different beliefs than you do and her beliefs are different from the culture you both were raised in. Instead of respecting that and letting her live her own life, you deliberately got her into trouble and now she's been kicked out of her family home. You were not just being a good friend. You were being narrow-minded and self-absorbed. 
your actions didn't backfire. The outcome sounds very predictable. Whether or not you were jealous, you have screwed up massively, and I wouldn't be surprised if she never forgave you. Itta. If you want to save the friendship your best move right now is to accept her wishes and disappear from her life for a while, probably at least 6 months but possibly longer. That will give her time to sort out her life after the total disruption you have caused and hopefully it will give you time to understand, really really understand, what a huge eye you have been. At the end of the 6 months, if you still think it was just a little mistake or that you were being a good friend, wait another 6 months. Nothing but complete genuine contrition is going to fix this, if anything will at all. This misogyny dressed up as culture has got to stop. She made a choice about her body and her parents threw her out of the house. Can't you see how bad that is? All because of some made up notion that virginity is a defining feature of purity. The most prized purity should be trustworthiness and good heart. You failed that standard. Yeah Ritter. You weren't being a good friend. At all. You were extremely disrespectful. Doesn't matter what your personal beliefs are. They weren't her personal beliefs, and it was her situation, not yours. Learn the difference. I know my personal opinion has no bearing on this situation, but since you don't seem to care about those kinds of boundaries, let me offer some free advice. Waiting to have sex until marriage is a really good way to end up with someone you aren't sexually compatible with and is a recipe for an unhappy life. Sexual compatibility is a strong part of a healthy relationship. It's not a bad thing. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for removing a unofficial neighborhood playground? So me and my fiance recently bought a house. The house has a plot of land next to it where a car garage that burnt down a few years ago used to stand. The previous owner rather than rebuilding the garage decide to build a small playground on the land for the neighborhood kids to use. Apparently it became pretty popular, but seeing as we do not have kids and have no plan to have them, we have no use for the playground. So when me and my fiancé moved in we quickly took the playground down. We are planning to rebuild a new garage as it's something we really need. This causes small uproar with parents in the neighborhood. We some yelling at us telling us we, we can't take it down as it's part of the neighborhood. One neighbor even tried to call the police claiming destructive sin of public property. From what I heard she were told it wasn't on public property it was on our property and we can do as we please. We been getting a lot of crappy from some of the neighbors, but honestly we have many reason to not want this playground. I have work point long nights as a nurse and usually only get few hours of sleep during the day and this may make me sound like a monsters, but I do not want kids scream and playing in my yard while I'm trying to sleep. There is liability if the kid get injury or worst. We could get in a lot of trouble. It is a complete eyesore. This is not some professional store-bought playground. It was made using old equipment that the previous owner and some of the neighbors found. Most of the equipment was very old and rusty. Which again can get me into trouble if one of the kid gets sick or injured. So A to for taking down a neighborhood playground. Now you heard the post. Here are the replies of readers. NTA for your reasons listed. It's your house. If a kid breaks his arm on your property you'll get in trouble. I would imagine your insurance would go up a lot just from it existing. No idea how to handle the neighbors, but you can't leave it up to appease them. Is the playground still intact anywhere? Maybe one of them will be willing to put it up on their lawn instead. They won't but hopefully it helps them understand your point. NTA, your reasons are very valid. 
kids could easily get hurt and mad parents could easily blame you. Just because someone told someone else it was public property doesn't make it true. It is on your land you are entitled to do what you want with it. If the neighborhood is so upset about it, they can get together and build one on their own properties. Or push for a public one to be built close by. NTA. I might be considered heartless, but you need your sleep especially during these times. If the neighbor keeps on harassing you, report them for harassment. There's also the fact those people won't hesitate to blame you if their children got hurt on your property based on how they reacted. NTA, this is on the city for not providing or mandating from the developer adequate green space within residential areas. You could offer to donate the old equipment to the city or neighborhood if they will find somewhere they can use to create a parklet. Get your mayor and alderman or alderwomen slash council people involved. You'll are all upset at the wrong people here. Now story 3. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for evicting a tenant because they got pregnant? Yes, I know the title sounds awful, but please do hear me out before making a judgment. I will accept whatever judgment I'm given. I, 30 meters, purchased a three bedroom condo in Toronto, Canada five years ago when I was in my second year of medical residency. Soon after the purchase, I rented one of the rooms to my room at F29 to offset the costs of the mortgage. I live in one room, she lives in the second, and the third is my study slash office. She has been a great roommate from the beginning. We aren't necessarily friends, as in we don't do things together for fun, but we get along exceptionally well. The entire roommate slash tenant relationship has gone swimmingly up until recently. A couple of weeks ago, my roommate broke the news to me that she is pregnant. The father was a fling of hers who does not want anything to do with the child. My roommate has decided she wants to keep the child anyways and raise it on her own. To me that seems like a huge challenge and I admire her for it. The issue is, while I don't necessarily dislike children, I have no desire to live with a baby. While the condo is a fair size, I will most definitely be woken up by the baby's crying at night. My condo is also where I like to come home to and relax, like a haven after a long workday, and the idea of coming home to a baby honestly seems absolutely chaotic. Especially since this isn't my own child, i.e. one that my girlfriend and I decided to have slash was mentally prepared for. As difficult as it was for me to do this, I told my her essentially what I've written here, and that it would be best if she finds somewhere else to live. I'm not rushing her out or anything like that, I have given her 6 months notice, since any later than that will come too close to the birth. She was honestly quite taken aback by this, and thought that I was being cruel. Her primary concern is that rent has gone up substantially in this city, since she signed on with me, I haven't increased her rent, since she moved in, so she's essentially paying 2015 rent. She works as a waitress, and will likely need to find a lesser apartment to keep within the same budget. A couple of other considerations are that she was out of work while restaurants were closed, but I did waive her rent for that period. All of the furniture is also mine, aside from her bedroom, so she would need to figure something out on that front as well, aside from all of the child expenses. I understand her position, and I feel horrible about the situation, but I honestly can't do it am I the asshole for this? Edit. Thank you to everyone who has commented. There have been two great suggestions on how I can make this situation better, which I have taken to heart. 
I haven't been able to give life much thought lately, as work has been quite busy. Firstly, I have a friend in real estate, and I'm going to see if they can help her try to find some affordable listings. Secondly, as I don't plan to take on another tenant after her and can afford to do this anyway, I have decided I'm going to waive her rent for the remainder of the tenancy. This will hopefully give her a bit of a boost to get on her feet. Edit 2, I'm just checking on this for the first time today. My god, I was not expecting anywhere near this many replies. Thank you to everyone who has commented. I'm about to head into surgery, but I will do my best to get back to as many people as I can later today. Edit 3 slash update, I'm honestly overwhelmed by the amount of attention this has gotten. Thank you everyone that commented, regardless of your opinion. I was planning to reply to as many posts as possible, but honestly seeing as there are over 2000 comments, I think I will have to just address some common questions here. I also have an update on the situation, and I wish everyone that's commented so far could receive notification to read it. So firstly, to anyone asking about the legality of the matter, I consulted an attorney, to be 1000% sure, and this is perfectly legal. Since I live in the unit, the eviction laws are much more lenient. Secondly, to anyone that said I should allow her to live with me anyway, I challenge you to consider what the alternative would be. If this doesn't happen now, then when? Her baby will become a toddler, and a toddler eventually becomes a school-aged child. Will it really be any better to do this later on? Or do you suggest that I let her raise the child here until they are 18? Finally, the update, when I came home from work today, I told her that I wanted to discuss the overall situation. Before I even began, she actually apologized to me for how she spoke to me and for expecting that I would be okay for her to raise her child here. I told her that her apology is totally unnecessary as her reaction was completely understandable considering the uncertainty of her future. I then told her that what I told all of you, that I would waive her rent for the remainder of her stay, to help her get on her feet. She pushed back on this at first, but after I urged her to think of her child, she graciously accepted. Aside from this, I also told her about my friend, who could help her out with finding some affordable listings in the area. I thought I might be overstepping there, but she was actually extremely thankful, and said she would take me up on there. Finally, I want to thank you slash tutty peachy frutty for probably the best piece of advice that I've read. I'm sure there are many more people that I should be thanking, but I honestly don't think I'll be able to read everything here. This was that I could help her obtain a more reliable work position at my hospital. Nothing fancy as she doesn't have any schooling, but it will be much more secure than waitressing. And once you're in, there's always ways to work your way up. There would also be benefits slash maternity leave that I don't think restaurants usually offer. This was probably my biggest risk of overstepping, but when I mentioned the idea to her she was actually over the moon, tears were shed. I do agree that I acted in self-interest here, so I think it's the least I can do to make sure this soon, to be mother and her child have some sense of security in their lives. Thank you again to everyone. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. Nah, neither one is R. Op leased her room to a single person as originally intended. And now the tenant is going to bring in another human being, who will cry incessantly, and require a lot of attention. It is a tough situation, but Op didn't sign for to be a backup mama. Nah, it will always seem counterintuitive, to not call someone TA for evicting someone when they are pregnant. 
However, you're not exactly throwing her out on the street to give birth in the gutter. You've been more than generous throughout her tenure by the sounds of it, and you've given her plenty of warning to move out. Her circumstances are changing through her own choices and that will impact negatively on you. She may have hoped you'd be okay with it, but she should never have assumed. NTA. There is no money or friendship in the world that would make me live with another baby. I've had two and only stayed with them because they were mine. They suck. Now, it's your property and you can do with it as you like, within reason. You are living in the same building and don't want to be disturbed by a newborn. Six months is a huge period of time to find a new place to live. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for refusing to allow my brother and Silius my second home for their honeymoon? My job has me traveling constantly between my home city in America and Paris. It's very inconsistent. I could be in Paris for a week or three months straight at a time. It's also short notice for the shorter trips. I might get added onto the trip just one to three days in advance. On average I'd say I spend four to six months out of the year in Paris. Since I was basically living there half the time and I couldn't stand living in a hotel anymore, I decided to buy an apartment in Paris. It's 1B slash 1 British Rail and like 500 square feet. It's in a very good location though, so it was expensive as hell. I'm so glad I bought it though, because living in my own home is way more comfortable than a hotel and I don't need to pack slash unpack every time I leave. My quality of life has gotten so much better being able to cook my own meals, relax in my own home, and work in a space that actually lets me focus. It's not a vacation home, it's a secondary residence. My brother and Syl have a milestone anniversary coming up in 2022, and they plan on staying in Paris for a while. They haven't decided on the specific dates, or whether they'll be there for two weeks or a month, but they have decided they'll be staying in my apartment without asking me. They just told me to keep all of June 2022 free for them. There are so many reasons why that can't work. First of all, it's a one bedroom apartment. If I suddenly got added onto a trip and needed to go to Paris, one of us would need to leave and it's not going to be me. Second, the only feasible way I can ensure that I won't have any Paris obligations in the entire month of June 2022 is by using all of my vacations days that month, which I'm not going to do. My brother and Syl have called me an asshole for not helping them make this once in a lifetime milestone anniversary work. It's their 10 year anniversary, there will be a 25th and a 50th, hopefully. If I don't let them stay, they'll either have to cut down the length or quality of the trip by a lot to make it affordable. The comparable cost of a hotel, where my apartment is in peak tourist season would probably be 200 euros slash a day. If I really wanted to, I could make it work. I could live in a hotel in case of a trip the entire month if need be. I would have to greatly sacrifice my work quality and living standards for that period of time. I'd also be setting the precedent that my apartment is a vacation home to the rest of the family, which I have spent a lot of time trying to counter. My brother and Sil insist that this is a favor family should do for each other, and I'm being selfish. They don't have a ton of money and want to make a special memory for a special occasion. I get that, but, in my opinion, they can still have a second honeymoon and just cut costs in other places am I the asshole? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. Reading the title, my initial thought was, ah, come on, why not? 
if you can help out, you should. Then I read the part where they made plans to stay in your home for an entire month without even asking. They can save up and go for their 20th if they want the experience so badly. You're NTA, but they sure as hell are. NTA. Putting them up for a short while is something family would do. Moving out of your own home and incurring extra costs for your own living expenses is something a dormant would do. They'll just have to have a second honeymoon that fits their budget. NTA. If they had asked maybe things would be different. You could have still said no all you wanted and rightfully so. However by demanding the place and attempting to Shanghai it for a whole month is ridiculous. No one gets to demand someone's place for 30 days and they get upset when they are told no. Why can't you just say that they can stay, but in the event you need your apartment back, they need to vacate with 3 to 1 day notice. And if your trip is short, they can move back in, otherwise it's up to them. Offer them uncertainty and they can decide what to do. In the meantime they can save up to cover hotel costs to cover the worst case scenario. If they manage to stay in your hotmail, is more spending money at the end or they can just buy a gift to say thank you. But I guess it depends on how close or accommodating you are with your family. I would totally do it for my brother and sister, but not everyone would forth is and that is fine. It depends on family dynamics 